Greetings in the name of the Most High. What can be really said now? It's uh, played out. It's played out. It's over. It's over. And so what can be said now? Really. At this point of uh, ultimate disgust, what can be said now? Okay. You all die. Okay, great. Well, that's been said. We all die. Great. Fantastic. I don't think that many people would care anyway. It's over. And I'll tell you something. The anger that I feel when I see these people. Mm. I've really never experienced emotions that intense. I've never experienced the emotion of needing to kill something so much. (laughs) No, I don't refer to them as, they're not humans, obviously. They're, you know, we call them demons sometimes, and it's not exactly, they they occupy a human body. Um, But they, um, you know, a human being, at the end of the day, cares for others, cares for his family, cares for friends and other people. That's what we might call compassion. Is devoid, and when it's devoid, you don't engage in debate. Those days of debate have long since passed. There is no more debate. That's it. It's over. Worldwide, over. And it seems that all the people that know this shouldn't, and the people that don't know this should. Human doesn't move the needle. God moves the needle, or it doesn't move. So just analyze, well, why would Zeph be led to say over because that's not really something he's thinking about it's just it's rifling through him over why would he say that so I have a sense of peace about that I went, immediately went through uh, following up on that. This is just in my guts. It's in my cells. It's in my blood, you know, over. It's in my heart. It's in my head, over. So I'm glad to, you know, delete people that don't exist. Is that okay? No, I, I, no, no longer do I ask approval. No, I don't care if you think it's okay. They're gone. And we will never, ever have a communication on this earth again. Thank you.
And um, it's a good feeling, purge, even bloodbath. Good feeling. I mean, it wouldn't be a good feeling if you were the brunt of the bloodbath, you were in the midst of it. But it would hurt for a bit and then you'd be free. And when I say it's over, it has a lot of levels to it. Obviously, there's one, it's over. Uh, they say, well, does that mean peace on the earth? Well, it means whatever you think it means. When I say it's over, I mean it's over. The For me, what that means is it's a complete total, I've been you know, flirting with this for a long time. It's like a disconnect. You know, it's kind of like we switch from, you know, there's all these people that they're, they're, they're in these, you know, fake churches calling for revival. And they're begging and begging and they're crying on stage and they're, and they're getting the whole audience to weep and moan and please come quickly, Lord Jesus Please have a revival. Please, Lord Jesus, please, please, oh, please, please, we can't move. We Please, oh, please, please, please. Yeah, that's a good way to lose uh, faith, but okay. That's a good way to lose all faith, okay. That's a good way to lose any fa little faith that you had left. Okay. Please, oh, please, oh, please. Please, please, oh, please. I'm just a victim here and I'm going down. Please, forget the revival. Just save me, Lord. Save, if not me, to save the children. Please, oh, please. And then they keep doubling down on pain and suffering. Now, now you're feeding them, huh? And you say, please, and suffer and cry. You feed them. They love it. They love you saying that. That's the whole point. Then, all of a sudden, after centuries of pleading with God, um, this break, this complete break in the game, a complete breakdown, it's over. Gee. And people, I know it's not over yet. It's never over. It's, and it's never, no, no, the suffering's never over. It's never, it's just always forever and forever and forever. And please, oh, don't say please all you want. You just get pissed on. Please, oh, please. Now the congregation has lost their faith. And, and the next thing you know, they're all dropping dead from jabs and biological weapons being dropped on them. Uh, you know, is that my reward, Jesus? 
Your answer is a biological weapon. I've been pleading for years here, and your answer is to drop a biological weapon on me and then destroy the human race. Please don't kill the human race. We watch the human race die. And, and, so what are we to make of you? What, are we, what happens now? Well, you were feeding them all. You know, you're at the zoo. They're no better than caged animals. And they're stupid too, but you feed them. You feed them with your suffering. Your supervisor. Your co-worker. Your boss. Your families. And then one day, it breaks. One day you wake up and you have a heart of stone. One day you wake up and you're ready for battle. No more games. No more going around letting everyone see me cry. No more tears. It's over. It is what it is on this planet. Pure evil, pure hostility, pure stupidity. You know, the real enemy. And so it's over. So it's time. You know, there are times when there's no mercy. There are times where, you know, the angel of the Lord, for example, kills 150,000 people in Syria. You know, just like that. There are times when there is not enough righteous in a town to justify it being there, and God nukes it. He's got some kind of nuke up his sleeve. I don't know exactly what it is, but Sodom and Gomorrah is a very good example. And no, they didn't get punished for just sodomy. You know, I think it's going to be, um, I think the red herring in this whole thing, you know, I mean, I think we're going to start learning about what a tranny is. Have you heard the term Trojan horse? And what do they want? Well, they're using the, the whole transgender issue to push in pedophilia, which is really the, the thing that you discovered um, not just through me. I mean, I spoke it for years, but you discovered through them coming out that the world was this. And the most shocking thing was like people used to, we used to, you know, trade, you know, Disney images with sexual imagery, um, you know, subliminally added, you know, by Disney. And we'd share that on the internet and go, wow, I wonder what that means. And now you see that, and same thing as, you know, woke. Woke is, all of it is just simply a um, a ploy to push through the pedophilia is all it is. And human trafficking and also kiddie porn, which is, uh, I think it's legal in California. But to push that through, um, saying that if you 
have a problem because all the kids that are transitioning are having sex with adults who are who are guiding them. You understand that, right? So that's pedophilia. And that what that means is that, you know, people that are transitioning but happen to be children are also qualified for that same treatment of being handled in that way. There's nothing I could do about it. I pointed out over and over and over again, but you know, Satan, the whole thing, I mean, who, who, just think about human for a minute. But, you know, yeah, dumb fucking human. Yeah, dumb fuck human. Yeah, awful, evil, disgusting, abomination human. Think about this. That the entire point of their lives is to, to get control of children. They won the, the you know, for 20 years I sat here and I told you that abortion is, is a satanic right. And for that I got all this shit. It's not just about an inconvenient pregnancy. It is a uh, passing of, you know, killing a, a child for Molech. And that's the ancient ritual, and it's still the same today and has been under the veil, the Trojan horse again, because people are too stupid to figure this out, which is amazing to me. And, you know, as of today, I write you off. No, Jesus is not coming for you. Believe me. Trust me. You'll never see it. It's more like, you know, what's coming for you is a biological weapon launched by your own people that you worship. So your fault. It's your fault. I hope you don't even have a grave. Just let the birds pick at you. Be a fitting uh, epitaph as far as I'm concerned after what you've done. How many people you've killed. We're not killers. We're here as witnesses. But here I'm saying that God is saying it's over. God is saying Stop, and now the next point. It's a new day. And uh, frankly, I'm glad of it. I'm glad he's making a move. So you're going to see God everywhere. God is the only one that can move the needle. Human stupid cannot, will not ever move the needle unless it's human being used by God to do something God wants to do, then that's different. Oh, you know, he'll get evil people to do evil things to people that deserve it, you know, as a form of justice. Sure, that happens. But who can discern it? Who out there has any discernment? So anyway, (laughs) pretty heavy day today. It's a pretty heavy thing. It's kind of like God's done with you now. (laughs) Not with you, you know, you guys that are with me on this journey. I'm on your journey. You're on my journey. We're we're journeying. We're here, as I said before, to be witnesses to God's moving, to be used in prayer, too, uh, for what God wants to pray. God first. 
what do you want, Lord? What do you want me to pray about? And today I, I told you what is on God's mind, what God wants me to speak about. I, I, I sat here and did ugly talk. You think I like it? Uh, shouldn't I be going, oh, there's hope. And there's a, look at all the great things. <laughs> no, no, no. This is a different thing. This is a, um, this is, uh, maybe it is the great tribulation spoken of in the book of Revelation, but it's a, it's a big one. It's a big divide. It's not even funny. It's kind of like, let's go back to Abram. 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 Who's asking God, you know, if there's 25 righteous, Lord, would you save it for 25 righteous? If there's 25 righteous, I will not destroy the city. What about 10? Lord, and then there's silence from the Lord. I don't know, 10, 5, whatever. <laughs> How many people were in that city? Can we get a mathematical formulae based on Sodom and Gomorrah? What are those cities? 100,000, let's say. There's 100,000 people there. It's fair to say. Less. What do you think? 50,000? 10,000? God would save it for 25 people or, you know, for 100 people. What is that, 0.1%? That's the but then there's a number that if there aren't, and when, when God says righteous, what he means is who worship me and me only. You know, who are mine and mine only, not who dabble in this and that and are over here and over there and making deals with the devil and all that stuff. No, just walking with the Lord. That's what, right? Are they perfect people? No. Do they sin? Yes. I think it's a sin for me to cuss. I'm sorry. But yes, they don't follow the other way. If they did, they would have a lot more stuff, a lot more perks. <laughs> a lot more gravitas, a lot more fame. Mm -hmm. So it's over. God's doing a new thing. It was no mistake we played Psalm 2, the song by Trish, doing the Psalm 2. Yesterday, that seemed to be the beginning. Now we're in the state where the Lord laughs at them and he scoffs at them. And he's about to open up that can of wrath, that can of whoop ass, which is pure wrath. And they know the Lord has wrath. And it terrifies them. It terrifies them. You know, I see everyone always wanting to talk about what they want to talk about. What they think Jesus is. What they think religion is. What they think we should be doing. Not me. I just want to do what God wants to do. The ugly, cool, lousy, bad feeling, good feeling, I don't care. What is it, Lord, you want me to say? That's all I want to say. Nothing more, nothing less. 
You know? And if people can't take it, that's just tough. But here's what it is. I am no longer going to play with you, world. The switch has been flipped. It's over. Understand that. You know, if, if there were a contest, I'd already won. There is no contest. I win. I'm God. You lose. You're nothing. You're nothing. You're less than nothing. You're laughable. You're pathetic. You're an idiot. And to even have to watch you, even have to stand next to you in a line or something, it's just, I imagine there'll be people throwing up, unable to stand there now. Just being in your presence is disgusting. And, you know, to have, you know, some of the signs were there. I mean, when, you know, the, the vaccinated calling for the unvaccinated to be put in prison or quarantined in some kind of a camp, um, that's why they have to go. They have to be, they have to go worldwide. They have to go. So there'll be no praying for, you know, who can we all get along? No. No. That ship has now sailed. This new thing is, um, it's more in line with Psalm 2. If you want to call it the Psalm 2 war, you could call it the Psalm 2 war and uh, more aligned with Sodom and Gomorrah. I mean, that's kind of where we are right now. And, you know, not kind of. I mean, that's, we, no, did anyone want to go here? No. We all wanted some kind of revival, right? And, you know, I'm sure they'll, yeah. (laughs) I've got my, uh, I'm going to mute that. I'm sure we all want to see, but when we say revival, you know what they think of? We're kind to them. We're merciful to them. We're trying to help them, and then they shit all over us. That's what they mean by, uh, you know, inclusion. The word inclusion means exclusion. So next time someone says inclusion around you, you say exclusion. You do not let them complete that word. Exclusion. Don't ever tell me inclusion. You Frickin' liar. Inclusion just means anybody but who the state has deemed persona non grata. That's inclusion. And you can just GFY. Okay? Tee it up, baby. A lot of people waiting a long time for this moment. Long time. And when times like this come... The Lord says, you keep your eyes on me. You know, be sure to get out of the corrupt churches and organizations and be separate lest you pay for her crimes. You know, right? Or a Babylon. Are you going to pay for her crimes? Are you going to be separate? Well, the Lord is up. Listen, separate in Jesus means inclusive. 
since all are welcome and it's not discriminatory like the uh, United States of America has now become the biggest racist state in the world and the biggest human trafficker and the biggest drug trafficker and the biggest murderer the world has ever seen. So you don't want to be there when God's hand of judgment comes down on America. You don't want to be there getting, you know, I mean, basically you heard Wormbrand say it. You heard um, various prophets come and go over the years from for the last uh, 70, 80, 90, 100 years saying, you know, America is decadent. And how many of you have heard this expression? Um, If God doesn't do something about America, he'll have to apologize for Sodom and Gomorrah. Have you heard that? A lot of you, most of you, maybe not the younger ones, but that's that's what uh, I believe that was Dimitri Dudeman, or it was could have been uh, Richard Wormbrand, it could have been, you know, any number of people that came to this country and saw what this country is involved in. It's disgusting. It's a disgusting country. Not for the reason the um, fake. Uh, you know, fake Marxists say they're fake because they're really Satanists. And don't let them say Marx. Don't say Marxist. The word is Satanist. Period. Because they're focused on Jesus. They're Antichrist because they're focused on anyone of Jesus. You know, anything of Jesus. That's the focus. That's the whole focus of Marxism. So that therefore, and that would be the whole focus of Satanism. They say. Well, Christianity was around for real. That's that old, that old thing. I mean, there was paganism, and yeah, there was paganism, but there's always been Satan, and there's always been the righteous opposition, and there's always been God. It might have not have been codified into a uh, religion just yet, but there's always been God. You know, God created Satan. <laughs> Satan is not versus God. For God, for for cheese, man. There is no Satan versus guy. I saw a guy yesterday. He was going on and on. He had a. He thought he was such a smart guy. He did a big painting. On one side was the face of Jesus, and on the other side, a horn was growing out of his head. And he goes, "This is really the demiurge. This is the. This is the real reality we face. This is us showing a complete and total ignorance." And a, a low IQ beyond any anything that ever existed in the history of existence. I mean, just an other, utterly blithering idiot who has a PhD. There is no there is no syncretistic aspect to God. There is no blending. There's like, here's my light side and here's my dark side. There is no light side, dark side. All these people, I'm the non-binary, you know, meaning you're, you know, queer. Well, fine. Uh, You know, how about spiritually? If you say you're non-binary, you're binary. If you say you're an atheist, you believe in God. You can't get out of it. God did that on purpose. He trapped your ass. Ha ha! So you're always a hypocrite every day of your life. Ha 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 ha! So you gotta like be hypnotized by somebody powerful. Do what they tell you so you can 
make enough money to eat. All-inclusive, all-inclusive. Don't forget, Satan's all-inclusive. <laughs> we got the dawn coming, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that will not see this this coming and, and uh, it's be like a, a surprise left hook. Bam! TKO, baby. God wins, we all lose. Hallelujah. And all of your expectations and everything you wanted and everything you hoped for and everything you dreamed about, everything you begged God for, out the window because why? We didn't protect the ones who couldn't protect themselves. That's all we had to do. It's not a big deal. It's not rocket science. All you had to do was protect the vulnerable. You couldn't even do that. So, see you later. We're going to scatter now. This is the Great Diaspora 2. We will scatter to countries. People will be led to move. People will be led to uh, change their lives now. Uh, I wouldn't even bother with the paperwork on your divorces. Just split. That's going to happen. And people that are meant to be together are going to become a stronger bond. People that love the Lord and are with the Lord, there'll be a stronger, deeper faith and much more revelation and many more miracles and many more signs that he loves you, he cares for you, he's in your life and he's moving every single day and, and you can see it and you can feel it and it's going to increase. But for those who want to play this game with God, time for you to sample a bit of the medicine you've been dishing out. And that's kind of where this is going now. And, you know, you can run on for, just to quote the song, my favorite version of that is, uh, well, I like them all, but I like, uh, well, I like them all. You can run on for a long time. And you can run and run and run. You can do everything. You can set it up. You can get your, you win your culture war. Yesterday on, uh, CNN, Joy Reid, or whatever it is, MS, whatever, I don't know, multiple sclerosis. She gets up there and goes, well, I declare the left won, the left, of course, easily won the culture war, she declared. And then the next thing you know, God is saying he's done. He's done with the likes of Joy Reid and people like her. Done propping her up, giving her a paycheck. Having her, you know, and she was defending the uh, Grammys, you know. And anyone who defends the Grammys is simply saying, I am a Satanist! That's what she's saying. Now, please stop prevaricating. She just told you. Now let's move on to the next thing. That's a check, yes! Next. I don't know how many, how long we're going to have to keep playing this. We cannot play. We have no more time. We have no more time. 
the left easily won the culture war. And what we saw on TV, what we saw on TV was uh, a beautiful celebration of our culture. What culture? What is she? She's a witch. She's a Satanist. And she's moving to have the satanic culture overt on the surface of the earth. And so the next Grammys. Oh, I'm a lot. Oh, they'll do lots of false flags now. Yeah, they'll probably shoot up the next Grammys and have their own shooters there. They'll probably just have uh, the security forces just open up on the on the crowd because uh, they got it coming and going. Right? They won. Right, Joy? They you won, huh? You won. Well, tell her what she's won. What have you won, Joy? What have you won? You've won the wrath of God. You've won having your life ruined. You've won starving to death. You've won, um, you know, causing more people to suffer than ever before. You have won nothing. You're an idiot, a blithering idiot, a low IQ, just a dumbass. Everything you want is predicated upon the idea that there's a God named Satan. You know, I mean, you could call him a god, I suppose, because of the eternal nature, but basically Satan is not God and not equal to God and has nothing to do with God. Therefore, because your predication is on that other formula, the demiurge, whatever it is, sort of like the Ramakrishna thing, you know, Kali, right? Kali is really the, the divine mother, and then all of a sudden she's Kali, cutting those heads off and wearing garlands of skulls and then, oh my God, it's the Divine Mother. Oh, I'm not worthy. (laughs) My name is Dummy Krishna. Oh, I'm convinced that the, um, the lack of truth in the Vedas, the huge, glaring, gaping hole that they don't want, well, you don't, you're not a student of the Vedas. I can tell you what it is, though. Then that whole demiurge thing that they try to put push on you from Madame Blavatsky and all that, Gurdjieff and all those you know losers, basically is this. All right, and 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 now you've all know a Harari, who's about has to be the dumbest one of the lot. It's got to be, you know, race between him and Sean Penn, who's the stupidest person on earth. And Sean Penn's stupidity is more like non-analytical. He just wants to put you in jail if you don't obey him or something. You know what I mean? He just kind of, brute, brute, brunt force. Brute, brunt force. He wants to punish you if you don't, if you don't like it. But uh, anyway, so as we go into this new period now, um, those of you who follow the Lord, just keep following the Lord. There's no, there's no disconnect from you. In fact, what I told you is you get a deeper walk with the Lord. Um, you know, and I, I suppose you could call it the disconnect, a revival in a, sen- in, in a sense that you who don't need a revival will have one. 
right? And so that's the weird thing about that. You, you, you believe in the Lord. You follow Jesus. You're into scripture. Right now, there's a million, you know, the Bible's been giving me so much comfort lately. Uh, not just comfort, but, 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 you know, that, that, that sure-footedness that you know 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 you know you know you know the truth and nobody but nobody but nobody will shake it from you now as far as the world is concerned they put their middle finger in god's face on their tv shows from their big corporations oh they're woke woke just simply means antichrist you know racist you know you raise you just talk, spoken like a like a a white boomer, you know, bigot. <laughs> that that would be great if you were right, but you're wrong. You know, you're wrong because I'm also the next generation, saying like a child. So saying boomer makes you think of this old, you know, something you don't like. Uh, what the patriarchal system or the racism? You realize there's more racism in the world today than ever before, but nobody, nobody's raising Cain about it. You know, there's more slavery today than there ever was in America, and they don't want you to rob the limelight by knowing the truth of modern day slavery. Because if you did, it would make the whole black experience pale by comparison, which they can't afford because. On the one hand, they're trying to get rid of black people, right? Planned Parenthood. And on the other hand, they're trying to use blacks for racism against, you know, the, the established uh, people they want to conquer, i.e. whitey, okay? That's what it is in a nutshell. Do I need to repeat that next week? That's economic. If you understood what I just said, you get an A in economics. You get an A in world history. You get an a, You pass the class with flying colors. Go to graduate school now. And punch your supervisor in the face. Thank you. No, of course I don't mean that. There's a way to punch people in the face without it. Look at all the people who want to punch Trump in the face. They want to punch him in the face. Robert De Niro said he wants to punch him in the face. I want to punch him in the face. Did he ever punch Trump in the face? Of course not. He's a wuss. He's a pussy. He plays a tough guy. He's like Sean Penn. Sean Penn's, you know, another pussy in Malibu. You know, just like Beverly Hills. I was on my way to being a pussy in Beverly Hills, but then they locked me up, so I I had to get tough. <laughs> yeah, you, you gotta watch you gotta watch your backside, quite literally. <laughs> Oh God! It's just—it's—it's it's not that funny, but it's somehow it's striking me as funny today. This is just so insane, and yet, in all this chaos, I feel that God is blessing us. I feel that the the Lord is blessing us because we're putting. No, no, no. There's a reason. There is a reason, and that reason is Jesus. Because if you were just talking God and not not including, if you were doing a pull to Peter, don't pull a Peter. You know, I don't know this guy. You know, there's a lot of ways to deny Jesus. You can just not include him. Jesus is the reason for the entire thing. So it, you know, and also, 
Jesus is the word by which creation is created. So who is Jesus? Jesus, furthermore, has um, charge over us. And even though I may, you know, probably he's probably mad at me right now for my language and my, you know, kind of out of control demeanor. I'm not really, you know, measuring my word. You know what I mean? It's, you got to kind of bind that tongue a little bit. And I probably haven't done that as well as I should, but because I was angry. And um, not that it's an, an excuse. Uh, it's never an excuse, you know, to, to be mean, to be mean like they are, you know. But it's, the disconnect I'm talking about is really about, you know, they're mean, right? They like to be mean. I told you. Oh, and, and how many now, how recently did I say the, the pop stars hate their fans? Can I see a round of hands up now? Get your hand up if you now, if you see that so clearly, it's unbelievable, Right? They hate their fan, the little people. <laughs> they are so much uh, Marie Antoinette's, you know. That do you see it now? And and is it? Can you listen to Taylor Swift? I mean, I suppose. Can you still separate yourself? There's actors I can't see anymore, and I've talked about this with Larry, uh, our partner in in, in Craig's House, and a, a great director, you know, one of the world's best, and. Uh, You'll you'll see that as our as our budgets increase and we get some opportunities. Well, the reason we will get opportunities is because we're God favored for one thing. We put God first. We're not playing their game. We're not in the you know industry. So they will you know eventually. So it's a God thing. Look at the uh, series, The Chosen. You know, I I don't know these people personally. It's it you know, but but that that idea of getting that huge production up and running of The Chosen. And, you know, to become established in their own right just from donations, uh, you know, because they want to make a series about Jesus. I've seen it. It's, it's a pretty damn good, uh, you know, series. I, I saw the first one where Jesus rescues Ma- Magdalene. Her, that's not really her name, but she was from uh, Magala or Magdala, Magdala, which is a fishing village, uh, you know, uh, near Galilee. And she was going to commit suicide. It was very powerful. Uh, so you can be God-led. You know what I mean? And it's, it, I perceive that, listen, for you guys, no, 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 if you're still there, heavy metal, just please stop thinking about me personally. There is no me. Me is gone. Me was gone a long time ago. So just chill out for a second. So for all the heavy metal people that are into Christ, this is your chance. There is nothing wrong with you being, there's something wrong with if, you know, and I understand the whole devil horn thing and, you know, being rebellious and you're going to, you know, but, but you have to understand, this is your, the more rebellious thing is Jesus. Okay, I just listened to, to Larry sent me a, a ZZ Top first album. Uh, Jesus just left Chicago right? blues. Now, I love you know the the simple blue. You know, like if you look at Billy Gibbons, and you look at you look at how he plays guitar. Just uh, just watch his live 
performances on YouTube. And even even more recently, as he's gotten to be an older man, you know, and he's had to replace uh, Frank Beard, the, uh, the and, and the drummer, or was the drummer Frank Beard? I get their names mixed up, but he he has a new crew now, new drums and new bass, and him, and he's out there. I think he's out there as Easy Top, or he's doing the songs with Easy Top. He's still going, you know, and he's got this sort of laid back precision. You know, in the blues, and there's it, the riffs he's playing. Any of you can play. I can play. You know, anyone can play. But it's really not so much whether you can play these riffs because they're they're very slow and methodical, but they are just drill you because it's what's coming from inside of him. And with the three pieces only, with the bass, guitar, and drums, he holds the you know the whole audience spellbound whether it's here, Germany, Russia, Italy, it doesn't matter where it is. And I told Trish, I said, you see that? This guy does not shred. He didn't have licks even like Eric Clapton or Jimi Hendrix, you know, who played blues, rock, or Jimmy Page. None of that. Way more simple, but there's just something about it that it just drills the soul. And he can work it. He knows how to work this thing you know, from within. And again, he never was the best guitar player in terms of speed. I suppose back then you had people like Rick Derringer. Remember Rock and Roll, Hoochie Coo, those kind of, you know, Edgar Winter, Johnny Winter, um, who played blues rock guitar. And some of these guys were really, you know, Alvin Lee. You know, you have, uh, you know, it, it, instead, it, you know, it's almost like a symphony because some of the notes that got emphasized with drum uh, cymbal hits uh, were not chords that are just open chords. They were just notes. Maybe he'd hit them a little harder to emphasize that cymbal hit. And, um, you know, he proved that you don't need more than those three pieces on stage to hold an entire 100,000 people spellbound. You know, to have to to really get in sync, and um, you know, so I was just thinking, you know, that's uh, gosh, that just seems like you know a no brainer. I mean, this is if if I were running things, I'd say I'd put put all your money in blues rock. Blues rock is where this thing needs to go, because it fits in concert halls, it fits in bars, and then and then bring Jesus into it. Yeah, bring spiritual. Write ballads about some of the stories in the Bible. You know, make it cool. Like they did with Jesus Just Left Chicago. And you can't miss. People are hungry now. They, you know, it's over, meaning there's no more prevarication. You know, there's no more, you know, the Bible says very clearly, it's, you know, don't be like continually between two things. You know, Make your decision, have your faith, and get on, get on with your life. You know, I didn't choose Jesus. He chose me. I remember when God spoke to me, and it was God. He was like, you know, I'm sure people thought I was possessed because he was moving my fingers. He was, you know, I could see him looking out my eyes. And it's like, that sounds like one of those, uh, you know, uh, uh, military weapons. And I was like, nope. It happened one time, and it was it was God. And... Then a little while later, 
you know, I'm looking in the mirror and all of a sudden this voice comes in, you know, and I recognize the voice as Satan. But there were times where I, I went toe-to-toe with Satan. I haven't seen him in a long time. But there was a guy named Satan, you know. Is that him? Well, for me it was. And he spends the entire time telling me that I, a guy had given me a Bible because I was having this awakening to God, you know. And, and, and he handed me a MacArthur Study Bible. I remember he was doing work at on our house and then I'm in front of the mirror and I'm and I'm you know I'm still on drugs I'm you know messed up I'm yeah I did not start as a perfect person you know I've gotten a lot better you know over the years but I've you know I've had a propensity to self-medication you know not for the purpose of really getting high but for the purpose of getting down the road, you know, you know, you know, you know I've always, I've, I've, I like being motivated to get a task done. So not for euphoria purposes. And, you know what I mean? It's dopamine, fine, but, you know, the, if you can't create it, you know, finish a task, do something, then it, it's a waste of time. So that's self-medication. In other words, you medicate yourself so that you can accomplish normal things in the world, like writing a book or doing, you know, you know, going surfing or you know, doing something, not just sitting there. And uh, so anyway, uh, well, so, you know, don't have a mind between, you know, people stay between two things and they don't make their mind up and they, they, they always think the same thing. Now, we were accurate in calling how many people uh, have been, you know, structural Satanists versus, you know, garden variety Satanists, but we explained the whole world was. And that it's it's the guy at the 7-Eleven. It's the guy, you know, used to be the guy in the video store, the game store. It's the, uh, you know, the disgruntled employee down at, uh, you know, you know, at some shopping center. It's it's the, the, the guy that you're worshiping Jesus next to at church and you ask him if, you know, would he pray with you? He says, I, I'm not allowed to. Oh. With people like you. What is that? Like me, like me what does that mean? I can't, I, I have to leave now. I can't talk anymore about this. Oh. Uh, wife pregnant at home, baby coming soon. Mortgage Payment piling up on you, got to keep that job. How'd you know? <laughs> I don't know. I just like took a wild guess. Just a wild guess. And that's what I came up with. You know, and, and they get so mad. You know, they, 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 it's like, you know, shoot the messenger, then they chase me around. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the la- I'm the guy that's there to do a miracle, to bless, to, to, to hook you up in Jesus, to, to share that experience. Of imagine this: the Lord coming from infinite space to touch you, because He loves you, because He wants you. Just imagine that. That, you know, you never were alone. Every step that you've made, he's seen. And he's guided you even though you didn't know him. 
to that moment where he actually, where you touch, where you intersect, that moment where you are going to say yes to faith because you've always known. You're just saying what's in your heart already because he put it there. It's marvelous. He wasn't going to let you fall. We've been through a dry season, folks, because we've been tolerating the evil. And I mean, how many of you have tolerated this evil? Well, for me, I get, I get myself a, you know, a C minus, a, you know, a D plus. I have barely tolerated it because I just, I know it confirms everything I've told you for the last 20 years. Everything is now that I've said is out in the open. I've got no secrets to tell about the elites and, you know, except for, I guess, you know, cannibalism and poop eating. But I wouldn't be surprised if they're eating poop next year at the Grammys. You know, if they start, you know, taking a big shit on the stage and just eating it, wouldn't be, wouldn't surprise me in the least. Because once you go demonic like that, that's the kind of stuff you do. You eat poop, right? You eat, you, 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 you also, there's another thing that, that is going on with Madonna right now. If you take a look at her picture lately, it's, um, you know, I have to give you my insight on this because it's, it's, it's also happening with, uh, I saw a little bit of the same thing with Christy Brinkley and other celebrity women who are getting up in their 60s and how, how they're, what they're doing to themselves. And, um, you know, what they're doing is they're not trying to look beautiful. That's not... That's, you know, or look, you know, preserve their looks or whatever, like, say, Jane Fonda or whatever has tried to do. What they're doing is they're, they're imitating or emulating a demonic entity that, that has possession over them. They are becoming, they are losing themselves and becoming that entity. And someone put a picture of, I think it was like an entity that was, uh, I don't know, it's in a horror movie or whatever. Um, you know, was it Saw or one of them? Anyway, uh, I think it was Saw. And, you know, and then how Madonna was looking more and more like that entity. And that's, you know, that has begun. And, and you're going to see more and more women, you know, you know you've seen the, the, the obese thing, right? The seat. Well, the the big change that's happened in my lifetime is suddenly, like, within the last 18 months, they said that obesity is not, you know, they canceled the, the even the word obesity, and they're saying being overweight for women is, there's nothing wrong with it. So they're talking about plus-size women and very fat, you know, people in general. I think they're also saying, man, that doesn't mean there's a health problem. That means they're, they're that, that's who they are. And they need to be accepted for who they are. They need to not be, uh, you, you know, deny. we are all inclusive here, except for any kind of white Christian male. Uh, you know, other than that, we're, you know, <laughs> white women are fine as long as they sub, uh, subject themselves to the authority of any woman of color. Thank you. Um, it's, so many things have happened. 
And so this idea of, of yeah, it's never what it is at the surface, okay? So this idea of, of taking off the, the, the word obesity, that Americans are no longer obese. That's, if they have that, it's normal and they need to accept it. They have to accept it, whether they put it on through eating, the environment put the weight on, however they got there. You know, witches threw weight on somebody to try to influence their marriage to get her to break up. What you know, any number of things. Uh, that um, now it's time to accept it. You know, you don't need to go and you know do Jenny Craig or you know or whatever some of the others, uh, Nutrisystem, and you know try to look like. Um, Marie Osmond or anything like that. Even Marie Osmond is becoming kind of that that same look in her face. And um, so so back to Madonna being the first one, the pop star who really hates her audience, you know, just to 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 with with exquisite passion, from what I understand, from from you know rumors, but you know, basically people that you know have worked in entertainment, and, you know, with. You know, big stars and all that. They they've got the uh, the skinny on it, but uh, uh, it's um, typical. So they accept themselves, and you saw Sam Smith go from a slim songwriter guy who won a bunch of Grammys, right, when he first came out, and he was like the Wonderkin songwriter. He just had one pop hit after another, just boom, 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 boom. So he won a bunch of Grammys and all that, and then now he's he's become obese. He's become a, like a little bit of a Pillsbury Doughboy with, you know, very feminized uh, looks, uh, not going all the way to a transition female, but, you know, somewhere uh, in the middle and must be completely accepted. That weight is, um, you know, perfectly acceptable, even though a lot of people would say, well, I'm concerned about your weight. You know, you, you, you really, uh, you know, you, you got to try to find a way to, to cut that. And, um, but that's no longer the emphasis. Yes. The emphasis is no longer... Remember how it used to be? You could never be too thin or too rich. Remember that? Remember that? Okay. So now there's this big movement toward obesity uh, because they the CDC has uh, taken the reins off of it and just in time for, you know, the rituals to begin. So the fat, which is ugly to people, you know, in general has become, no, has become a ritual of sorts. And, you know, in other words, in terms of being on stage, performing a, a, a song, being obese, having people involved in, you know, you know symbolic sex acts in, on the, you know, on the tour, et cetera, et cetera. And to get the audience to emulate it to also be, you know, fat and, and, you know, and pushing themselves toward this, like, Madonna look, like it's more and more looking like a demon. 
And now you see her. I mean, take a take a good look at that photograph. It's uh, it's the most recent photo of her. I have no doubt if she wanted to put herself in, you know, coffee blonde with with, uh, you know, with a. With whatever you know, the style is at that time, she could look somewhat normal. But she, you know, she's a sixty-four, five-year-old woman, and the thing is about it is, it's um, you know, her doll face has no wrinkles; it's all manufactured, and it's a, you know, it, whoever's doing it is doing a well. If you want her to look like a demon, she's doing a great job. But you know, it's uh, it's out there. And uh, all I have to say about uh, the rest of it is the disconnect means also John 17 where, where the Lord God gives God gives Jesus the flock to protect on the way back to God in the end where where we are in Christ, Christ is in God, God is in Jesus as one. Therefore, I am, you know, without us, John 17 doesn't work. Without us, God and Jesus doesn't work. Isn't that interesting? Um, I try to include, come on, man, I try to include humans, you know, in the equation with God, but most people want to cut humans out. I wonder why is that? Why do people want to cut humans out of the equation with Christ? Without people, Jesus would be nothing. He'd be nothing. There'd be no Jesus. So why do they do that? Well, we're not worthy to be endowed because we're the sinners. So, well, no, I think we're, we're the exact worthiness that uh, we are supposed to be. Do you understand that? I mean, without human, there's no reason even for the earth. No reason. No reason for the animals, the earth, the, the stars, the moons, the, the suns, the, all the secrets of, of all the aspects of the levels, the, the, the amazing physics to, to come of no death. The ultimate in quantum physics is no death. Let's, let's say that again. The ultimate point of quantum physics is no death. The ultimate allure of quantum physics is no death. The ultimate mystery of quantum physics is not the blending of the digital and the biological but how the biological uh, can be used in other systems that God has 
and any number, any any combination thereof. For example, if you were to have an incorruptible body, you have an incorruptible body. Well, I don't know what it'll look like or feel like or whatever, but you know things would not be the same as here. We would not be able to comprehend uh, what that world would be like from here because time time is our measure and space, and so therefore everything is quantified in that way. Now, if we had uh, infinite or no time and no necessary space, then, you know, uh, the the sense of uh, logic and, and, you know, language and, you know, just you know, all kinds of things would be um, not the same and not, you know, not relatable to this situation. When you put a limitation on something like time, you cut off the reality of it from eternity because, because no, I don't want you on here doing that. I'm going to be out of here in a couple minutes here. Well, we'll finish. The, we're, you know, we're basically done today. It's just, you know, this huge disconnect. I mean, I don't, please don't underestimate the last three days that we've gone through. God was speaking to us and he's telling us that, you know, he's got to do something about uh, this situation of them putting the middle finger in God's face. It's one thing to build the Washington Monument, big middle finger in God's face, right? To be the most hateful of God of every nation on earth and yet be called a godly nation. What is that? Double speak. That's forked tongue. You can't be the most godly nation on earth and also uh, the most satanic. Come on. It's satanic. There's Biden. There's what more do you need? Yeah, you know, when you when you watch the the, the 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 abomination of the George Bush funeral, didn't you see something then? Didn't that disturb you that Fox News had that on all week long, and yet people will listen to Fox all week and then they go to church? How can you do that? Fox News is not your source of information. It's propaganda. And so is CNN and MSNBC and all the, you know, the, the losers we mentioned, the, you know, the, the you know, just, it's a corporatocracy. It is a Luciferian contract. It is a limitation in time and space. It is a prison sentence which nobody could ever get out unless... You have faith in Jesus Christ and you are covered in the blood and you are baptized and you are going there. God first. You're going with God. You're going with God. You're going with God. You're going with God. There's nothing else. There's nothing else. There's nothing else. There's nothing here. Nothing here. Nothing here. What would you do? I, I'm watching Billy Gibbons play guitar. And now I see there's two new members of the band. There's another drummer, a younger guy, and there's a, a tall, kind of lanky bass player, but neither one of them were in the original ZZ Top. Yet they're playing ZZ Top songs, and old Billy, he's no spring chicken. He looks like he's he's up there in his 70s. And, uh, you know, you know w- wake up. What do you think's going to happen? It's going to go away. I'll bet you anything. A guy like that, that's been that successful and has done it through being silly, some of it, 
I think there's some almost, you know, lessons of life with this guy. But one thing I'm pretty pretty sure of, I yeah, I may not be I'm pretty good with discernment. I can tell you there's a lot of guys that maybe not seem like godly people to you, but you can just sort of tell they're not they're not with the world. They're not going to be. I don't see Billy Gibbons getting down on the stage with Sam Smith or the a whole, you know, I don't even know what kind of culture it is anymore. I guess satanic culture and boogieing down with it. I don't see it. I just see a guy, you know, that's basically got this conflict of good and evil within and he's trying to work it out. That's what I see with most of us. If that's you, that's, you know, work on it more. You know, that's what we can do. But but that this disconnect thing that's going on is a, is, 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 is a response. And again, do the math on Sodom and Gomorrah. You know, try to, you know, go back and look up how many people might have been in that town and then do the math in terms of the fractions of people that would be left that God would have protected and then realize that there weren't that many. There was, you know, Lot and his family. Wasn't that about it? And that wasn't enough, was it? And then figure out what percentage that is. At one point, I did math, and I, I, I may have been wrong on this, but I, yeah, I got to the point of 93% of the people on earth dead. You know, from the book of Revelation. And I'm like, oh, man, this is depressing. I don't want to deal with that anymore. I had a dream back then that the nuclear blast came to Santa Fe. And when it did, I looked out the window. It was this huge white. And I opened the window. I went through out to the you know little patio thing. And I jumped into the light. And I, I was home with the Lord. It was like, I, there wasn't even a transition. I was just like, boom, I'm home. And this, this nightmare here was over. Well, the saddest thing here is there could have been a life. There could have been a, a beautiful little world. You know, wherever you go in the universe, you know, as you emancipate and your soul takes on different forms and, you, you know, as you change and morph and grow and whatever happens here, you'll find that, that the, these parasitical kind of people will, will try to follow you. And um, they want to be able to prove that God is fake, that God's a liar and every man is true, and the opposite is the truth. You know, uh, let God be true and every man a liar. This is the truth. Anyway, I did what I did today. <laughs> did you think, how many of you thought this was going to go on forever and ever? I don't even know what it means, disconnect. I don't know exactly what the manifestation will be. But I do know this. I do know that uh, at this point, there's a a bunch of people that do know that God's wrath is a real thing. Come on. 
To not fear God is to be a fool, man. Do you think that that anything we've seen is less than Sodom and Gomorrah? Um, the people that made you know made up their minds one way or the other, they're going to be angry. The, 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 you know, they they just want to play around on Earth and have fun, and it's not their call. But they're lucky they were born. Okay, I'm gonna have to get going here, but uh, it's. Uh, should be easier. Just put God first. Avoid the noise and chaos. Do what you got to do. Have fun doing it. And God's protecting people too. So, but I've seen lately how He can issue a a judgment on some and not on the others. We'll see you next time. God bless you.
Yeah.